everyone. Welcome to the Engage and Equip podcast, a resource designed to form substantive disciples for the local church. I'm Ash Lindley, and I'm the communications coordinator here at High Point. It's August, and that means a new episode of Chewing on Ephesians. This is a series we're doing during our Ephesians sermon series to help digest the last month of sermons. In this episode, Lloyd, one of our pastors, and Jill, who is on staff, will talk about the sermons from the month of July. Before we get started, I've got two things that I want to share. First, a teaser. If you were in one of our services this past Sunday, you might have heard that Nick has some more thoughts and applications to share that he just didn't get to during the sermon. So next Tuesday, August 13th, we'll be releasing a Cutting Room Floor episode to follow up on his sermon from August 4th. If you haven't listened to the sermon yet, you can find it at highpointchurch.org sermons. Second, if you have a podcast idea or a question that you'd like answered on the podcast, you can now send us an email at podcast at highpointchurch.org. That's podcast at highpointchurch.org. Now, let's get to the actual episode. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. My name is Jill Reese, and I'm here with Pastor Lloyd Biddle. Hi, everyone. It's good to see you. Good to hear from you. Wish I could see you. Yeah. And we're going to be doing the Chewing on Ephesians for July, talking about the July sermons and passages that we've been looking at. And a quick refresher for what Chewing on Ephesians series is about and what it's for. Uh, As humans, we can just hear stuff and walk away and forget it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it's really important to come back and um, really... Uh, ingrain it in our minds and remember what we've learned so that we can be transformed over time. And then also, hopefully as Lloyd and I talk, it serves as a model for you to have these conversations for yourselves in your small groups or with your friends um, or people that you're meeting at church for the first time. So we hope that this will help serve as a model for that. Um, We're going to go over some of the sermon or the sermons from this month, just as a refresher, because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Lloyd was actually one of the preachers for two of these sermons. So that's fun. So I'll have Lloyd talk about the sermons he did, and then I'll talk about the sermons that Nick preached. So Lloyd, you can go first. Very good. On July 7th, uh, I preached a sermon from Ephesians 3, um, tr- uh, verse 1 through 13, called The Mystery of the Church. And uh, it turns out from this passage, it's very clear that the mystery of God's grace is a multi-ethnic church where Jews and all Gentiles are brought together in one body, uh, the body of Christ. And um, in in Old Testament times, it was clear that God was going to bring the Gentiles into the family of God, but it was not clear how. And it Mm -hmm. turns out that through Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection, and through the formation of the church, God has broken down all of our of our spiritual barriers. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, in this particular uh, sermon, we talked about the outworking of God's grace, which is our reconciliation, i.e., our um, God's enemies become His friends, and we see that most clearly in the Apostle Paul and his life. Uh, we also see revelation, how even the angelic hosts come to know about the gospel through the church. And so that the angelic hosts are limited and they depend upon God's grace just as much as we do, which is a, an amazing kind mm-hmm. of thing. And that we have access to God. And so we don't have to be a bashful 
because of God's abundant grace poured out on us uh, through the cross and through the Holy Spirit, we can come to him with confidence and in boldness. And that's that's a, a awesome a privilege that we have. And then lastly, we can see purpose so that even though Christians are not um, uh, kept, kept free from all trials and tribulations, we can actually see the purpose in our trials as we serve God. We can see what God is doing in our lives and in others through our sacrifices. So that was the that first sermon, uh, Ephesians 3, 1 through 13. Awesome. And then uh, the next week, on July 14th, uh, Nick preached on Ephesians 3, 14 through 21, and it was about uh, Paul's prayer and about the love of God. And the main point of that sermon was talking about how um, Paul is praying for the Christians in, the, in, in Ephesus to have their hearts opened up to the aperture um, and our spiritual capacity opened to the love of God. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about how to pray like Paul, um, how, how that helps us <laughs> open mm-hmm. our spiritual capacity for the love of God and how Paul prays really, that's a long, it's a long prayer. It's mm-hmm. a long um, paragraph there, but mm-hmm. it's all about the love of God yes. and the opening up of the love of God and how that's the one thing that Paul chose to pray for. And then, um, second, he talked about opening yourself up to God's power and then seeking to, seeking to establish the dwelling of Christ in your heart through faith and then drawing your life from and order your life, in, your life around love. And then finally, um, living it out together with all the saints and how we were made to do this together. We can't love, we can't grow in the love of Christ without loving other people and practicing that for ourselves. So that's what the second sermon was about. Absolutely. And then the third sermon comes out of Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 6. And this is all about the unity. And unity comes from spiritual substance or or holiness, where we take off our old way of thinking, our self-centered way of thinking, and put on the thinking of Christ who loves others, who um, believes in truth and kindness and joy. And so we need that substance in order to have real unity in the church. And in this sermon, we talked about the motivation for unity, which really picks up from what Pastor Nick was preaching about in the previous sermon, which is the love of God. The abundant love of God is what gives us the motivation to be unified mm-hmm. and to live a mm-hmm. self-sacrificial life. So we have, we have, we share this common motivation, which is the expanding love mm-hmm. of God Nick preached. And then we talked about our our common beliefs, which are seen in verses four through six, one God, one Lord, one spirit, etc. And then our common practice, which is which is love. And here Paul kind of summarizes what he covers really thir- uh, thoroughly in first Corinthians uh, chapter 13, when he talks about love being kind and patient here, he talks about humility and and uh, um, perseverance that is so necessary uh, for there to be a love and unity in the church. Those were the key things that we talked about in Ephesians 4, 1 through 6. Yeah. And then finally, out of that, we talked about uh, why we're so different. So yes, we absolutely. talked about the love of God and that how that drives us toward unity. And then the final sermon in July was about why we're so different and the good reason for that. 
and that was in Ephesians 4, 7 through 13. And so uh, Nick talked about how God is bringing us back to our original unity that he intended for us through intentionally created differences and varied graces that he's given us as gifts. Um, And that happens through maturity in our personal maturity as we grow in Christ. And so he talked about how varied grace is our inheritance from God. Uh, Varied grace is God's plan for our maturity. It's Mm -hmm. the one plan for how we grow and develop and how um, unity unleashes the good of God's varied grace. And so unity and diversity work together. together. They build each other as they both increase. Amen. So that was a a quick uh, bird's eye view of all the sermons from July. Um, So now we're going to just talk about what stuck out to us from the passages and also from the sermons. So Lloyd, was there an excerpt from the text in Ephesians that really stuck out to you? Yeah. Um, Even this morning for my own personal devotional, I looked afresh at uh, Ephesians 4, Hmm. 11 through 13, which says this. So Christ gave us apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of of the fullness of Christ. And when Pastor Nick preached about this, he was very careful to, to emphasize that our fullness or our um, completeness in Christ comes from unity, mm-hmm. from productivity, our being built up, mm-hmm. which is a work that we do together, as well as our maturity, as our learning through trials and tribulations and through perseverance, as we mature and become more like Jesus, that brings us to fullness. Hmm. And that's a powerful idea, uh, Jill, that is still kind of resonating Mm -hmm. with me in my spirit. The other thing is that we have been given unity. Uh, Ephesians uh, 4.3 says, make every effort to keep the unity, hmm. but in addition to that, we must still reach unity so that <laughs> so that I have been given a family, but for it to operate like a family should requires work. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way in the family of God. Mm-hmm. I liked how you said in what you were saying, you said um, that it's the work we're doing together. Together. And I really like that because maturity, unity, and diversity all yes. require that we're together That's right. <laughs> in order to have those increase. And that's something that's really stuck out to me as we've read the beginning of Ephesians together as a church is that, um, well, and in three, six, it says this mystery. So he's talking about the mystery of the gospel, but it says that this mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel members together of one body and shares together in the promise of Christ Jesus. And, uh, it's been so easy for me to read, especially the epistles, um, and the new Testament to see, the words as something for myself to grow personally in myself. But this Ephesians three, especially and four are all about how we are created and formed and made substantive together. And that is a requirement. And so it's really about us and not just about myself and my own personal growth with Christ. And as, as Americans who value individualism, Mm -hmm. who value personal striving, which is good, um, there's a cultural uh, wall that needs to be torn down so that we can understand the collective nature of the church and how 
we won't be able to be what God would have us to be outside of fellowship in a local church. Mm -hmm. And that's critical to our development Mm -hmm. um, in Christ. Yeah. Uh, So was there a main point from the sermons then that stuck out to you most and that you want to dwell on more? A main point from the, from the servants. Well, man, there's just, there's been so um, many. Hmm. Um, I think from, from the sermon I preached on the mystery of God's grace is a multi-ethnic church. Mm-hmm. I talked about some practical things that we need to be a part of in order to make this a, a reality. Yeah. And I talked about how we need a cross-cultural friendships how they're really important and how uh, in order to break down the walls of separation, we've got to be in relationship. We got to, we got to know some people, how that's Mm -hmm. really important. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm delighted to be at a church that uh, does cross cultural partnerships. And I talked a little bit about impact Christian school lighthouse church where pastor Marcio Sierra is pastor, pastor Tom Flaherty at city church and abundant life Christian school. And then our school are partnering together and doing some unique things that we couldn't do by ourselves. And that's just an awesome thing. And that we need to come to worship together. And that that's why it's so, this past Sunday, uh, our worship team sung a song, Waymaker, both in English and in Spanish. And we heard a testimony from one of our sisters, uh, Augustina, who talked about how when we sing her heart language of Spanish, yeah. how she, that, that really uh, um, blesses her. And so we get a chance to practice that. We get a chance to worship together and that we need to have confrontation with ourselves sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes within our own tribe, me as an um, African-American, there might there's some things unique to spiritual walls that my people have up. And if you're not African-American, I think there's probably some things within your tribe that where you need to um, confront those things and tear them down, have discussions, talk about these um, stereotypes, preconceived notions so that we can have more unity in the church. Hmm. So those things really kind of resonated, still resonate with me, the applications on how we can experience the the Mm -hmm. unity that God has given us. Yeah. One thing that stuck out to me in a couple of the sermons uh, was the importance of uh, speaking the truth in love Amen. and confrontation. And you mentioned that just now, yeah. but, um, and along with that growing in the capacity, our capacity for knowing God's love for ourselves and then expressing it. But I think, so both of those things require maturity yeah. and maturity requires that we do something more difficult than we've done before so that we can increase our capacity. So, like if, if I want to be able to hold my breath longer underwater, yeah. I have to do it longer each time and it's going to hurt more yeah. and more. And, um, but that, that pain that I'm experiencing that I'm trying to increase my capacity is going to actually do that. And so similarly, we have to, we have to be around each other. Even when differences are difficult, we have to speak the truth in love, even though that's, we might feel afraid to do that. And those those hard and scary things will lead yeah. us to grow our capacity for knowing God's love for ourselves, but also for um, maturity and unity in among diversity. And so I saw that theme, especially of speaking truth and love, even if it's scary um, throughout a lot of the sermons. And that is something I want to grow in personally. Just to, to speak about um, that same theme of the growing is that even when we are going through difficult seasons and trials, 
we want to look to see what God is re- removing mm. yeah. out of our lives, what things we used to depend on that we hmm. don't need to depend on anymore. How um, there's a man in our church who's a young man who's had to dealt, deal with cancer. Mm. And I have physically seen how God has changed his attitude. Mm. He hasn't changed the cancer. He, the, we've been praying for healing. That hasn't changed. Mm. But his attitude about his his future and his indiv- his individual joy is more complete. And that makes me rejoice. I'm maturing Mm-hmm. watching him mature. Mm-hmm. And so that's an increase in his love, which is which is also having impact on me, which happens when, when we hang in there with each other. Yeah, and that happened. We need that. We need an increased understanding and ca- capacity for the love of God. Amen. As we go through things like cancer, you can't yeah. go through cancer without knowing more about the depths of the love of God. Amen. And you can't go through miscarriage or... Um, troubles in your marriage or whatever it is, um, we need to know more and more the depth of the love of God and grow in that so that it can um, meet what we need. Um, and so th- I think that that is why we grow. That's yes. how we grow. Yes. And that's also why we grow Amen. in the love of God. And we do that together. Like you said, we need to see each other doing that. Uh, okay, so let's see. We've got a few more minutes. Okay. We're on a timer here. All right. <laughs> uh, so what... What was something that challenged you from these passages and sermons and something you want to apply to your life? Challenge. Um, uh, Every sermon has been challenging me, but I will tell you this. uh, In in the midst of these sermons, we have been having um, these testimonies. And um, Jill, uh, was it Charlie Panusian? I believe Panusian. Uh, gave a testimony this past Sunday about his experience serving in Vietnam mm. and the uh, tremendous uh, horrors and difficulties um, mm. he had to go through and how uh, folks like me who have not served in the military don't don't understand, don't understand what he went through, don't um, may not fully appreciate how that af- affects how he would fellowship with me. And so I'm learning some things about people's lives mm-hmm. that bring uh, that that give me more um, more empathy, uh, more compassion mm. for others, which I believe God will use to make us more unified uh, in the church. Um, and uh, testimony after testimony has uh, has challenged me to look inward towards my own sin, quite frankly, to say, "Hey, I need to uh, practice more patience." I need to see things from other people's perspectives mm-hmm. um, so that I can be less offensive to other people mm-hmm. and and therefore hopefully then draw more people into the fellowship. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, for me, I think, so in your first sermon, I think it was, uh, this in July you talked about how you want to develop spiritual, um, ap- it was spiritual yeah. disciplines or spiritual applications. Spiritual uh, what was the ambition. Word? Ambitions. Holy, holy, holy ambitions. Yeah. Yes, that's yes. the word. And I was thinking about how a lot of the ones that you gave are actually, I think most people would think those are like physical ambitions or just like mm. some sort of habit you want to change, but how that really forms our hearts spiritually. And so one thing... Um, that you mentioned and that I really need to work on is um, slowing down, especially in building Mm -hmm. unity 
with other people. And as we've been hearing these stories, I've been learning and just realizing how I've known a lot of these people for many years and did not know this, these parts of their stories. And, um, so to really slow down and focus and be present with one person at a time to notice how we're different in good ways Mm -hmm. and to hear their story and to share mine (laughs) openly. And, um, so that's one thing I've been even just like sometimes people can say when I'm walking through the church that I'm, they'll tease me that I'm walking really fast because <laughs> I'm usually like running to get a flash drive or I don't yeah, know, yeah, something, something like that. Important. But mm-hmm. those things aren't that important actually. And so there's people, there's hundreds of people all around me in this church that I want to slow down and, and know so that we can grow in unity. And so that's something that's been convicting for me Yeah. as we've been going through this. But I think we're about out of time. We got 33 seconds left. Um, so thanks everyone for... Uh, listening in and on our conversation and we hope that this helps you have conversations on your own about what you're learning and how you're growing and we'll see you next time see you then thanks for listening to this episode of the engage and equip podcast if you'd like to find more episodes you can go online to highpointchurch.org slash podcast You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and other apps like that. We hope this episode was helpful to you as you grow in becoming a more substantive disciple and a part of the local church. If this episode was helpful to you, rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a friend. Those are some of the best ways we have to reach new listeners. Until next time, thanks for listening to this episode of Engage and Equip.